It is time to wake the fuck up. Black America is the blackest podcast in America with three Ks. Black people is personal. Black woman is personal today. No, tonight. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about y'all, man. Y'all been a little bit too reckless these past few generations. Oh, generations. I said Uh-oh. days or years or hours or minutes. <laughs> Uh-oh. I said generations. Because you know what? It is a generational thing. The way black women think, their emotional state, hmm. their mental state, even their spiritual state, mm. has been passed down from generation to generation. Many people don't believe it, but it's true. Let's talk about it right now. Let's talk about it. I like that. I really like that. So, Ashazam, uh, I know you've been kind of holding a lot in about the things <laughs> you want to say towards these black, beautiful females these past few weeks. Now is your time to share. Well, first of all, first let me apologize because my voice is a little hoarse because, you know, I've been um, supporting my, my, my sons. He's, a, he's an athlete. So forgive my voice, um, but I'm going to do a great job of making sure I'm clear. So first of all, let, this is what I want to know from a man's perspective. Like, come on now, keep it, keep it, talk keep it a dollar with me right now. You know, you okay. talk to me and you tell me about what you think about these black women. That's what I need you what to do. I need you to say something first. I mean, you tell me because you're a black man. Obviously, you're a heterosexual. You know, you're not confused and part of the agenda like those homosexuals that we spoke about on that last episode. Oh, <laughs> but you're a heterosexual. Ooh, ooh. Shots fired. Boop, boop. Okay, but uh, you know, what's your experience with these black women? You know, what, what, what do you have to say about them? Um, black men? Good and bad. Good and bad. Um, me personally, I really feel like I attract a lot of black broken women. And mm. I really feel like a lot of a lot of black women want to stay broken because they're mm. comfortable with it, and mm. they feel like they can get certain things out of society by staying broken, getting catered mm. to emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally, getting their days paid for, getting nutted in night in night out, you know, stuff like that. I gotta keep it real with you. <sighs> You know, I, I appreciate you for excusing me real with me. Yes, you got to. Because, see, the thing is, how we talk, we talk from perspective that many people don't talk about. And they know it's there. That's why we talk about it. You know what I mean? And it's a lot of black women who got to better themselves as a black woman. Hmm. So, we can, so we can really brighten our future for our black people. Black men, we, we definitely don't get to y'all, but not right now. We're going to talk about the black woman. Because you know why? Because a lot of people on my Facebook are black women, and they've been just very reckless. Oh, yeah, your Facebook friends are reckless. Yes. And not even just Facebook. They're reckless, and a lot of your Facebook friends are really bitter, broken women. I see how they attack you on your Facebook. And, you know, I really refrain from getting involved. Oh, my gosh, I see it. It's really ridiculous. But let me tell you something, because I'm a black woman. I think that's. I think it's really important that I first acknowledge. Let me let me first say this, ladies, you guys have every right to be bitter. Like I understand first of all where the bitterness comes from, no, but what's the saying that a lot of black women are saying? Sis, you gotta let that hurt go, sis. You have to let that hurt go, sis. Like sis, let it go, because 
I mean, I don't know where to start. Um, but first of all, let me say this. I will say that bitterness and broken spirits start at young girls. So a lot of today's right. black women have been broken for years. Like you said, it's a generational thing. So I mm-hmm. think that, um, yeah, it's a generational thing. And I think that a lot of black women have just been broken for such a long time. They live in brokenness. And not only that, their mothers were broken. So that's what they were seeing. That's what they were taught. You know, that's what they seen growing up. And um, a lot of the times, especially if a black woman has, let me tell you, and I hate to say this, I'm, I hate to make such a bold statement. I know they're going to be so mad at this, but let me say this. If a black woman is bitter and broken and has a, a child by a father that genuinely loves his child, then she doesn't want that child to have a father. Broken, bitter black women do not want their children to have fathers, and it's really, really unfortunate. Um, mm. Shout out to M. Harris. I'm not going to call her by her first name, but I'm going to say M. Harris out of Dallas, Texas. Um, she knows who she is. She hears that she is one of the most bitter, broken black women in the world that I have ever met. M. Harris. She lives over there in the hood. She's a government-funded hoe who has absolutely nothing to offer to life, and she sits around and she tries to make her father's her daughter's father's child's life, you know, miserable or whatever, just because she's bitter. And we see that every day. Every day. Don't we? Black man, what what can you tell me? You know, because women get so mad when I say this, Um, but it's real, you know. And, and, And because a lot of these black women didn't have fathers in their life, they can't respect a father trying to be a father in their child life. And I think that's unfortunate. Have you ever experienced that? Because I don't want you to take my, I don't want anybody to take my word from it. These are things that I've experienced personally, but I'm only one person. And so, what? what yeah. Have you ever seen this? Yeah, yes, yes. I go, I go a little <laughs> step further. Um, I've never been in a domestic relationship before until I met my son's mom, and she didn't get huh. violent until after the marriage. <laughs> Excuse me, not marriage. <laughs> after the pregnancy. Because her little bit of broken self mm. have, like, trust issues, and she's really calling me and my mom out on the character, on our character, excuse me. And things, you know, got, got not violent, but more like it was just a bad vibe. And it was a point to where me and her was beefing, me and her mom was beefing, her mom and my mom was beefing, her and my mom was beefing. Even the grand, hmm. even even her the child's mother, um well well my um baby mom's grandma got involved. It was that bad. And oh, can I just interrupt you? So what you're telling me is that your 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 child's mother, your child's grandmother yeah. and your child's great grandmother were involved? That is what you no, call a generational yeah. curse of it, bitterness. Yeah. Like the grandma's mom. Yeah, yeah, you're right, great grandmother. Yeah, right, from the child's side. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was yeah, like that's that. that's like, what you right call generational that. curses of bitterness. Yes, yes, Attack pretty my mom, pathetic, and that's what's wrong with black women today. Yes, leaving my mom hateful voicemails and shit like that. That shit was that shit had that shit had me so angry. It made me punch a hole in the wall in my own house in my own room. I was so angry, you know. Hmm. And on numerous occasions, she put her hands on me. Now, let me let me be more clear because you know, females love to get black females love to get shit twisted, especially on domestic violence. Uh oh, uh oh. Go ahead and speak that truth, brother. On Go numerous ahead. occasions, <laughs> she initially put her hands on me in front of our child. 
over dumb stuff. What? Over over arguing, not being physical, not calling each other out of name, but just oh, arguing over dumb stuff. Like the last time she put her hands on me, she scratched me a real good. Asha scratched my neck, face. I had a scar on my face for like a good solid year. Scratched me up, and it was over some fucking taxes. We talking about taxes. Mm. Taxes. Not the baby. Not the baby. Taxes. You see what I'm well, well, let me tell you this. No, no, I see what you're getting at. No excuse for her actions. But since, um, you know, as a black woman, because I am a black woman, I always want to try to educate my peers, my other black women, black ladies, please listen up. Um, and this is a perfect example. The smallest amount of bitterness or brokenness will interfere with your overall decision-making as a woman. And so until it's properly until it's properly addressed and healed or overcome, then it's not anything that's going to be able to be done about it. You understand this revolving cycle right. of crap. So Let me say this sounds before you go on, what, what, what? right quick. Bitter black women do not look out for anyone but themselves, especially mothers. Mothers, bitter black women who are mothers, don't care about their child at all. Don't have their hmm. best interest. Oh, could you repeat that last that statement? Mothers, what? Mothers, what? Repeat that. Better Everything you just said. I think you need to repeat it. Don't have hmm. their best. Don't have their child's best interest at heart. They don't. You know what? They too selfish trying to get back at everybody who quote unquote done them wrong. Quote unquote. And I quote that because it's one thing to have something happen to you, but it's another way of how you deal with it and what you do about it. You don't. You don't have to keep suffering. For what you've been through, but you choose to though, and that will make you better. Bitterness is a choice. I'm sorry. Suffering is a choice too. Bitterness, bitterness is definitely a choice, and you are so right. Let me go ahead and keep it personal real quick. Cause I know by now all the black women are like, uh, uh-uh, uh, he's lying. We do love our children. I love my oh, daughter. Yeah, you can't now. tell I'm me anything. I love my kids. Okay, well, let me tell you something. Some all the black ladies who said that, okay, let me tell you something. And I mean this with all due respect. Shut the fuck up. Like, for real, you don't love your kid. You have, you do not have your kid's best interest at heart. And you're not going hard for your kid every day the way you're claiming to be. Dead ass. And like you just, this is a perfect example. And so let me tell you, I'm in a relationship with a man who has one kid. Thank you. Thank you to the Lord. Because that was my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be with me. He's only one kid. Um, and that's M. Harris. M. Harris is that bitter, broken lady. And, I, and M. Harris is so smart. You know, let me tell you this. First of all, when I got in a relationship with this man, he comes telling me, oh, this chick, she's so in love with me. She told me I can't, I'm not going to be able to be in a relationship because she's not going to let me be with nobody else. And I'm like, you know me as a woman. I'm like, dude, you, you, you're, you're too full of yourself. Like, dude, it's not that serious. <laughs> you know, like, right. ain't no chick walking around here finna be doing all of that just because they want to be with you. Right. So um, two years go by, and I'm seeing things, but still, as a woman, it's like there's no way that this woman could be this person that he's creating her to be. Like, no way. Even down, like, I know she stays in low-income housing, but I never thought low of women who stayed in low-income housing, even though it was not something that I chose to do. But right. over the last two years, I hate to say it, but what I've been able to realize is that men are right. He was exactly right. She uses her daughter. She uses her poor daughter as bait, like, to try to come over here and just cause confusion. Huh. And um, I actually have text messages because, you know, it got to the point where I've been nice in the situation, but I caught the hoe out. 
And I actually have proof. I love to send them to you, Stephanie. I have. I called the whole ass. She has nothing to say because she's just being evil and malicious in the situation. And what she's doing is, she doesn't want to. She doesn't feel like her daughter's father gave her a chance in a relationship. Therefore, right. she's not going to sit back and allow him to be in a relationship with let, anyone else. Let me make this statement before you continue. Okay. A mom who uses her children against a father is no good than a man who no never good. be there for a child, period. Ooh. Period. Say that again. I think Just that needs up. to be said again. I think you need to say it slower. Say it slower. A mother, excuse me, let me be more persistent. A black mother who uses her children or child to use it to cause harm against the father is no better than a father, excuse me, a black father who is not there for their children or child. Y'all that Exactly. And so with that being that said, with, right. And so let me just take up for the black men real quick. Shout out to all the black men who went through hell and back trying to be there for their child. And their baby mama was such a ratchet ass bitch that she did everything in her power to to prevent that from happening. That is very unfortunate, and 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 a lot of y'all, the same women that scream, oh, little Marquavius turned out the way he did because he didn't have a father. No, bitch, he had a ratchet-ass mother who motherfucking manipulated the situation with his father, and he probably seen that, and it fucked his head up, so he grew up as a grown-ass black man who was lost and confused, trying to love his mother and protect his mother who was ratchet as fuck, so the only thing he knew how to attract into his life was ratchet-ass bitches who gave him mm. kids who did exactly to him what you did to his father, ho. You hoes need to cut it out. That's it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm sorry. Done. I, I feel really passionately about this. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like these hoes. And then my thing is this. It's too much to be going on. And then let's talk about the black woman who don't know who her baby daddy is. What about the black woman? Another who I know women who dead ass. Would tell a dude, and then I watch paternity court. Paternity court, mm-hmm. it comes on during the day, you know. Cause That's shout right. out to all the, yeah, paternity court. I do watch oh, it. Oh, this hold, is my on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you, before you continue, I can make that personal too. Now I got a daughter. What? Go ahead. I got a daughter, five years old now. I'm, not, I'm just now. Well, at the time, two years ago, I was just now knowing I had a daughter. So Shut my up. daughter's mom. So you found that you had a daughter when your daughter was three? Was for three of the five years. So she was rather keeping Shut. something from me. Now, I got to defend myself, man, because I know how this looks, especially with my son being one year older than the daughter. I got to defend myself. Mm. Now, nah, you was her. out there doing what black, what black men do, honey. Oh, no, no. Dibbling, no. dabbling. Oh, I was dabbling, but I had rightful cause. So <laughs> first of all, <laughs> me and my son's mom fell out real heavy during the pregnancy, broke all the way up, this and the other, and I met this lady, wanted to pursue a real relationship with her, and she ended up just saying, yeah, we're just not going to work out. On the day of the Super Bowl, who breaks, up with a, who breaks up with a man on the day of the Super Bowl? You know what I mean? Oh, my God. So you got broke up with on the day of the Super Bowl? So you depressed because it was the day of the Super Bowl? Oh, my God. That's why. I couldn't even enjoy the Super Bowl that day. I was really feeling it. You couldn't even enjoy the Super Bowl because you got got dismissed. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, like, what, my team wasn't playing anyway. <laughs> but anyway, but it, it's the fact that she was always in and out of my life. Every time, every time she came to my life, I wanted to take her serious. I wanted to do things. Like, I wanted to pursue something with, with her, but she was never, like, ready for that, quote, unquote. And I, I quote that because she always had somebody who she didn't want to leave, which ended up being her fiancé. <laughs> She told me in her own way that she regret like being engaged to because she he fucked her real good as far as like mentally and emotionally. So this this as time going by, like I've seen her like my daughter. I've seen her. I've been around her, not knowing that was my daughter. She probably knew, but I didn't until two years ago, two freaking year, two whole years ago. That's how these black women do it. And and, and my thing is, these are things, my thing is, I think behind every ratchet black woman is a black man saving her because he's not telling her truth. You have, and this is why I don't think, now some black men ain't shit. I'm going to go ahead and some some black men ain't shit. But I find more times than none black men who are actually out here saving these hoes from being hoes. You have a black man saving his baby. Like, my baby mama take good care of my kids. Meanwhile, your baby mama really ain't shit. Black men really don't be wanting to expose hoes for being hoes. And, and black men, I need to say something. Quit sparing these hoes' feelings. If you had a bitch house and her house is dirty, don't fuck. You, I'm sure you got 10 other bitches on your line that you can go fuck. At least that's, find a bitch with a clean house. That's easier said than done, like y'all be saying about a lot of things. <laughs> easier said than No, I don't. No, 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 no. See, me, I'm I'm sorry. I, I I I don't know. That's why I'm convinced that men are like dogs. It doesn't take much to get y'all peeping on hard. Y'all can fuck in a dirty, nasty house. Like, come on now. Don't fuck a bitch in a dirty, nasty house and then get mad when she's raising your child in a dirty, a dirty, nasty house. That's the same mm. house you fucked in. You see what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Behind every broken, bitter black woman is a black man saving her ass, like I said. I and I was – and another thing, I think the average black woman – gets her confidence from having superficial value or by way of manipulating and, and controlling situations. And what oh, I mean yeah. by that is you yeah. have a lot, of, a lot of black women who think that there is a shit because they have their nails done and their hair done. But bitch, you ain't shit. Right. And nine times out of ten, the only way you can afford that hair and nails is because the government is feeding you and your kids every month and paying for mm. your fucking rent. So you have free money to do whatever the hell you want to do. It and then when I say by way of manipulating... $30 in rent. That's real easy to borrow. Oh, that pissed me off so bad, honey. But you know what? I'd rather have $1,000 in rent to be a boss bitch than be paying $30 to be a bum-ass bride, dead-ass. Because mm-hmm. I'm never going to give my baby daddy room to try to sit up there and say that I don't take care of his kids and that shit be true. And, and then, let me, say, let me tell, you, tell you this, because I know how that statement we just made about females who who uh, does that or who have them type of living circumstances is, like, frowned upon. And let me tell you why it's, like, frowned upon, because you carry yourself like you're this most upright, almighty woman, black woman, when you don't got Say nothing for yourself, your go- the government helps you feed your child, feeds you, and keeps your lights on. Now, it's looked at differently because it's certain stipulations that comes with living in Section 8 homes. You can't have company. You're a grown woman living in your, quote, unquote, own place, and you can't have company? Hmm. That's strange. Well, first of all, first of all, I think that that's the problem. We have to change the narrative because they're a grown-ass woman and they don't have their own place. They live right. in Uncle Sam's place. They live uh, in uh, White uh. Daddy's house. 
Oh, white daddies. Okay. Oh, yeah. They live, in, they live in under white daddies rules. Okay, so they don't have their own shit. A lot of these hoes can't stand on their own two feet, but walk around here talking about a nigga ain't shit, bitch. You ain't shit either. Yeah, that my thing is they screaming independent. You're not independent, baby girl. You're living. You're a government. What I call them, they're government funded. Mm. The government, yeah, mm, is right. Yeah, because I'm so tired. Because I'm, I'm gonna be honest. For me, like I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes when I have a bad day, I say, you know what, God, I get mad at God. I say, because here I am trying to do all the right things, pay my bills, take care of my kids. And these hoes that ain't shit look so happy. <laughs> they don't know who their children's father are. They look so fucking happy. You know what I mean? They're manipulating situations. They got STDs and motherfucking right. stanky bodies and their houses is dirty, no motherfucking furniture. They look so happy. I just don't, right. I don't even know how you could fake that level of happiness. You know, if you can fake that level of happiness, I need motherfucking notes or answers because, it's not happy, you know? <laughs> like, I don't understand yeah. they could be happy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, so, sometimes I really struggle with that. And um, I think that a part of this comes from black women not holding themselves accountable for their actions or for their black responsibility. being accountable. Is that what it is? Black women hate. Yeah. So, a black woman, you tell a black woman, like, Oh, you live in low income? And they'd be like, oh, that's because my kid's father don't help out. You can't keep blaming on your kid's father because at what point do you are you able to stand on your own two feet as a woman? Yes. You see what I'm saying? A lot of black women walk around here blaming men, but it's like, what are you doing? Exactly. Because it's a lot of women who have multiple kids taking care about themselves, but guess what? They got a college education and they're having careers. So it's like, where did you miss that? I have three kids. I'm college educated. Yeah, yeah, and for look, all yeah, you hoes, you. Um, you, you, shout you out to Marlena Ratface ass. Yeah, let me oh. just shout out Marlena ass. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. All you hoes that keep coming for me on these videos because y'all mad and y'all pressed, y'all need to be more Personal comfortable shot. in the skin of time. Because as a woman, I'm a dark-skinned woman. And it's like if people put up posts and say all dark-skinned women are ratchet, I'm not going to get mad about it because I know who I, know who I am. So all you pressed-ass females, Marlena out of Oklahoma, whatever the hell you at, only thing she has to offer to her man is fucking Gatorade for his lunch. Hoes like you need to sit down and go read a book. <laughs> okay? And anybody else who's going to keep coming for me, shout out to that faggot dude who bend over and get penetrated in and out of his butt who keep talking about my eyebrows. Like, all y'all need to get real and understand that these are issues. That is tough. And what's even more tough is that as a community, as black people, we're falling victim to bullshit. Y'all mad at all me right. for talking about Gay people, when gay, it's gay people not even comfortable with being gay. Mm. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so don't be mad at me for calling a thing a thing. You know what I mean? Be mad at yourself for not realizing a thing is a thing. Right. So, yeah. And, so, and, yeah, and shout a lot out of, to a lot, of them, a lot of them make it seem like we're hateful people, we're hateful uh, people, and we're trying to divide and conquer and all this job. No. We just come from a different perspective, and we give give it in the most raw way as possible. You're gay. Exactly, because you. my thing you is like my you brother say. Or my sister. You know what I mean? Just because I, I don't love support your life. Everybody. Yeah, it doesn't mean exactly. I don't love you. You know what I mean? Like, I think his yeah. name was Ladarian Braggs. I'm going to start calling yeah. it something. If y'all don't want to get called out by name, do not be coming on these podcasts posts saying shit because y'all finna start being exposed. My thing is I have been nice and mature and a professional for a long time. Can you agree? <laughs> can you uh, agree I, with I, what I'm saying? I, I can vouch. I can okay. vouch. Okay. Those days are over. 
It's no mm-hmm. more of that nice professional oh, shit. Okay. Because my thing is, oh, yeah, it's no more of that. It's no more of that. Because y'all is as ignorant and confused as y'all need to be right now based on what the system has set y'all up for. And for all you homosexuals, for all you dykes and stuff coming at me, like if you was really comfortable in this signature and you wouldn't be mad at what I'm saying. I have an opinion, and last time I checked, this is a platform that we created to do the work. We're doing the work, the work on healing and restoring the black community. You're not going to be healed and restored if you live in a life of pure confusion. They are living the lifestyles of something that was set up for them. And as far as these back to subjects, these broken, bitter black women, like as black women, our biggest power is our ability to love, period. Right. Period. So just like now, Ladarian and Marlena Henderson, like I will really chop it up with them and we can do business. We can make money together. We can go hang out together because I don't really dislike them. I really want them to know how ignorant they are. And the only way for me to get that across to them is by offending them so if you guys don't like you know what i'm saying if you guys are comfortable in the skin that you're in you wouldn't be offended but if you guys aren't comfortable then you need to be offended and it is my goal to offend you because i need you to wake up and be comfortable with who you are period and black women you guys need to grow up and you guys need to let the hurt go and another person i want to shout out real quick seven because i have uh, another personal story um R. Harris. These hoes got the same last name, R. Harris. R. Harris out of Oklahoma City. So, you know, I was in a relationship with a man for about seven years off and on. And right. my dumb butt, because I was, I was weak when I was with him. And that's another thing we got to do is we got to own when we were weak. So let me just, let me show you women how to be women real quick. I was weak when I was with this man. You hear what I'm saying? Right. And as a result of me being weak, I totally did not realize that he was sleeping with his play sister. <laughs> Stupid me, right? Play. <laughs> and that's that's nothing you you dirty hoes walking around calling boys your your friends and your brothers and y'all really sleep yeah, with them. Y'all yeah. this man had my had my son calling this girl his amy and meanwhile they mm. really sleeping together what makes matters worse is she's married to my children's father's cousin so our children are actually related Whew. that's tough Bless that's you. tough very you tough so <laughs> I had approached this girl, because, you know, I'm face-to-face type of person. I'm not with that talking behind your back. I have approached this girl and talked bad about her for years. She denied it. Now, all of a sudden, they want to admit to it. And that is a prime example of how ratchet and dirty and and these hoes, these black women don't have no self-esteem. They do anything for the dick. They lie for the dick. They won't have no self-esteem for the dick. (laughs) They get money for the dick. Didn't they have a for the dick challenge? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, like, they do anything for the dick. I'm like, nope, let me not pay attention to this. Yeah, so, I mean, me personally as a black woman, sometimes it's hard, especially being attractive, because so many black women are just ratchet, nasty, disgusting, manipulative, evil, dirty. And a lot of the times we all get put in the same category. So my energy on tonight's podcast and my passion comes from being a black woman who often gets put in the category of you dirty-ass, ratchet-ass hoes who have no fucking manners. They look good on the outside, but they're dirty and nasty on the inside. And I understand that we've been through a lot as women, but we have to really be our best selves and stop doing this ratchet-ass, dirty-ass shit, period. Y'all got to, man. And y'all got to, 
not y'all, including you, Asha, but a lot of black women. Well, no, you I can think. say y'all, and I, I appreciate that. You can say y'all because yeah. I am a black woman, y'all, and y'all I have I haven't always been this person. You know what I'm saying? So right. feel free. I'm not offended because I'm real about mine. I like these ratchet ass hoes. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. Y'all, y'all gotta have more. <laughs> <laughs> y'all gotta y'all gotta own y'all shit, man. You gotta own it, you know. Especially when it comes down to sex and calling men dogs and having babies with all these men and stuff like that. First of all, it takes two to tangle. Hmm. And if you with the right man, as far as like a man who respects you enough to know when not to push yourself up on you, you didn't say no when he went into your raw. You didn't stop him when he nutted in you. So now, without you fully knowing this man, now y'all got a baby. Own that shit. Own that shit. Own your contribution, sis. That's yeah. right. Own a contri- Thank you. Own your contribution. Because you contributed to this just like the man did. Own it, deal with it, and do something about it. Not own it, not dismiss it, and just carry it inside your heart and want to set the world on fire, including your baby's environment, because you mad, because you fucked up. Well, you, are, you, well, you know, no. you're saying something really important. Women don't, you're right, and I and I want to say this in the same boat. Women, which I have to realize in what he's saying is that you guys have the power to say no, and you can't say, oh, this nigga put a baby in me, and he ain't right. taking care of his responsibilities. When it's like, no, bitch, you didn't handle your responsibilities when you laid on your back with a man who wasn't your husband and spread the motherfucking legs out wide and let him beat that shit up and nutting you. Your boss is for trying to get you something. Exactly. So... That's my thing. These, oof, these hoes be don't they? But hold on, as a black man, these hoes be they legs be spread out wide for y'all, don't they? They spread them out, don't they? <laughs> they don't do. they? Go ahead. And as a man, yeah, they do. As a man, let me tell you something from a man perspective. It's very, it's very rare we have the mindset to say, okay, we're gonna go, we're gonna protect our, protect ourselves sexually. We kind of feel we kind of y'all are to, like dogs. Yes, we're we're just like dogs. Dogs yeah, very impulsive. No, Men are very impulsive. They they have no holes barred when it comes down to when they when they're ready to mate. You know, they don't check the girl out, they wear the dog out. They sniff the butt, and if <laughs> I don't know if they would, I don't know why they sniff it. Do they sniff it to to see if it's a female or not, or do they sniff it to see if they're ready or not? I don't know what that sniff is about. But either way, we're careless. I don't. We are naturally careless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to sex, we're, we're not thinking about putting the condom on unless y'all telling us to, honestly. That's just being real. We're not thinking about it. Especially but you got to, I've had a lot of women tell me it don't feel the same. So you got a lot of rest of that, though, who's just trying to, you know, they yeah, just they just trying to feel good. Yeah. Everybody's just trying to feel good. And with, so and I and hope I feel good. This, feel this, good is, this, this, is, this is a both gender thing. What is it about once we get in a quote-unquote relationship we just feel entitled to have unprotected sex and just nut in people and let people nut in us. What, what is it about? Well, I never felt like that. I never felt like that. No, I've never. I've actually. I honestly felt I've never felt like that. No, I didn't. Like once, like he promised me my son's mom. First time we did it, we weren't even together. We we were just hanging out at the time. First time we did a condom. As soon as we got together, went over the house, no more condom. Just like that. The second time and only. Well, what I will say is that for me, now the 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 lack of condom usage, yes, but the the nutting in someone, no, 
now, okay? Yeah, if you're not with someone, I can understand condom usage, but then it's like, I mean, think about it. If you're in a relationship and y'all are, like, going to bed every night, sometimes you may go to bed and not even plan to have sex, so the condom is not always there. And you should be right. able to – pulling out works. You know, if a man pulls – pulling out actually works. So you guys can have unprotected sex and trust that no STDs are going to be involved. And as long as a man has total control control over himself, he can pull out and it actually works. Men can play that it don't work stuff, but pulling out works when you're in total control. So, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, I just think that I just think that. I mean, to be honest, what I'm learning about women, and you know, I'm I'm 29, so I'm not going to even sit here and pretend like I know all of what it. Of, of what it what it encompasses to to be a woman or about bad women and good women, but what I'm learning about women is that at the end of the day, we're really powerful beings, and no matter what we put out into the universe, whether it be good or bad, is going to have an impact on something. You right. know, how sometimes men do shit, and we say men just be doing shit. Women can't just be doing shit because no matter what we do, we're influencing, we're impacting, because that's I'm how much power we hold. Y'all do. Y'all do. Y'all really do. Yeah. And I know we have to be powerful, but even power has a backup power source. Hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the woman. Right. You're right. Right. And I, I also want to no, say, I don't know any strong. Oh, go ahead. No, no I was just going to say, I know by now there are a ton of people pissed off at us, but <clears throat> just like on some of the recent posts that we made, women admit to their bitterness. They they admit to their bitterness. They admit to how broken they are daily and publicly. Right. And I just want to point out right now really quickly some of the biggest bitter, broken sayings from a black woman. Everybody take notes. If you hear a black woman say these things, run away from that whole fast. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me get, let me get my, let me get my uh, pen and paper real quick. Hold on, hold on. Okay, let me know when you're ready. I'm going to give you some free game, right? This is a million-dollar game Please. right here. I'm going to let you know. Common bitter black bitch things. Okay, you ready? Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk to me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck everybody. <laughs> it's me, myself, and I. Me and my motherfucking kids. <laughs> I saw that like eight times a day on Facebook. That's why I'm laughing. Bro. Okay, that's oh what I'm saying. That's why you're laughing because it's real. That's why you're laughing because <sighs> you know it's true. <laughs> Oh, and all about black women, by the way. Just put that in there. <laughs> yeah. Niggas ain't shit. Oh, yeah. Niggas yeah, don't cool. want a good girl. Yeah, these are these are, these are are common, okay? And you guys have to understand, I don't care how good she looks. And let me tell you about something about these new age black women. The new age oh, black awesome. woman is, is uh, I'm going to tell you, that what they're called, um, if you guys read the Bible, are you churchgoers? Are you religious people? Jezebel. They they have very Jezebelic spirits. Jezebelic mm-hmm. spirits. Jezebel yeah, was beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's beautiful. She had a way with words. You would never see yeah, her come to the snake yeah. though. Mm-hmm. Very a lot of a lot of today's black women because you guys are gorgeous. I can't lie, you guys are gorgeous, but you guys are very ugly on the inside. So black men, just beware of the the woman that possesses the Jezebelic. Spirit, and if she's screaming, I don't give a fuck, fuck everybody, all I got is me and my kids, fuck niggas, niggas ain't shit, and they're saying that, especially on their social media, that woman is broken and empty, and she has absolutely nothing to offer to society herself or any child that she brings into this world, and yes, I said it. 
And and let me add to that because I recently been through this, and she wasn't that. No, I take that back. She was very hurt, very bitter, and she didn't know how to let you know her past go and her hurt go. And women like that, especially black women, fellas, you gotta be careful loving those type of women because to be in love with a woman like that, they can turn them insecurities and pain to control you and that whole relationship. Huh. And that's how manipulative... Manip- oh, my, hold on. Let me, let me see my water. If I say this long-ass word. <laughs> I'm texting my little... Manipulative. There we go. There we go. They can be very much that when they're hurt. And... They so low on themselves with low self-esteem that they use their own hurt to control people around them. Black women hmm. are good at that. Expertise. At Even that. black women, black women are great at that. And I'm be honest, I'm just funny. Yeah. And shout out to M. Harris. M. Harris is a master at that. She's in Dallas, Texas. Um, she what is those apartments? She live over there off a of cold town lane in Dallas, Texas. I want her to know I'm talking about her because I really have an issue with you weak ass women. And like for me. I come from somewhere, so, like, I'm not the type of chick to sit back and talk about you behind your back. I want you to know. And just like any black woman, I have that black woman in me. You know how these bitter hoes don't stop at nothing. They just keep going and going and going and going and going. <laughs> you know, I'm going to start going and going and going and going for truth. So, M. Harris, you are one of the most bitterest people. I've, bitterest? Is that bitterest? Bitterness? I don't care if that's a word. You're a bitter hoe. <laughs> The most <laughs> okay, and what's the other one? R. Harris out of Oklahoma City. You're just disgusting. You're just freaking disgusting. And um, at the end of the day, for any women out there who are actually doing some of the things that we said, I pray that you can free yourself from that because as black women, we were created and designed to do so much better and to bring so much more beautiful things into the world. And right now, you girls are freaking filthy. Mm. Mm, I'm done. Because I can choose go on and on about these hoes. They to be filthy. They, they, cho- they and you're it. right. They choose to be filthy because they, they, they are very much so aware of what they're doing. You're right. They choose to be. You hoes yeah. is filthy. You choose to be filthy. Know. Ain't like they see walking doing all this damage to themselves and the people around them, especially their kids. They know. But you know the, the famous black woman saying, the famous black woman saying, I don't give a fuck. And that's why you guys are choosing to not give a fuck and you're choosing to be filthy. And half of y'all really be in the clinic a lot because I used to work into, uh, in the hospital and a doctor in the family medicine clinic. A lot of you hoes is on Medicare, Medicaid, Medicaid, and the free government insurance walking around getting motherfucking STD checks every month. Oops. Oops. Okay. Oops. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. I'm done. Like. Black women, you just got to do better. And and I'm going to say this. This is why black, this is why our brothers are dating white girls. This is exactly why our black men are going over to Becky. Becky and Susie. This is exactly why Becky and Susie. Yep, Becky and Susie are getting Tyrone and Marquavius because they are really from a real place. I'm going to be honest. As a black woman, some white women just know how to love their black men. However, they don't know how to hold their black men accountable. But they, they oftentimes provide black men with the love that they're looking to receive because obviously a lot of y'all were raised by broken-ass, bitter black women. That's how the cycle started at the end of the day. So they're running from their broken, bitter, ratchet mama and running to Becky and Susie. So, you know, 
It's it's give and take. So it's yin and yang. Out, so it's good and bad. Let me find out the ultimate reason we having all these interracial relationships because we can't find that real genuine love through each other. Let me find out. That's the reason. That's exactly what that. No, that's exactly what it is. You know, most black women don't know how to love. Most black women don't even love themselves. That's why they walk around here with blind weave. I mean, like for to be honest, I used to be true story. I used to be ashamed when I used to wear weave. Because I'd be like, that's just fake. That's not me being myself. And I oftentimes will even now feel bad when I – because I, I, I wear weave once a year because it's the best thing during the summertime. Like, because, right. I, you know, I run, I work out, I got kids, I'm sweating, so and I'm a natural. So if my hair – my scalp gets wet, my hair is honestly frizzing up. So weave is the best thing ever. But I have a lot of times feel bad about wearing it. I just feel guilty because it's like I'm not being true to me. But – Right. Um, it's like women are just comfortable with the makeup, the they cake on makeup, they draw on their eyebrows. It's like black women are freaking fake nowadays. They have no sense of self identity. They trying to appeal to what society think is beautiful in society eyes. Oh, so they fell victim to the agenda? Okay, I get yeah, it now. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Now we can have a whole different discussion about that too. The beauty of a black woman or something like that. Yeah, well, that's a whole discussion with that. I mean, so. I hope that there's a black woman out there who can be free from her ratchet ways by hearing this podcast. <laughs> ratchet ways, ratchet. Yes, hell. let our words awaken the good in you. Stop being ratchet. Stop damaging yourself. Stop choosing to be harmful to others because of your fuck ups. Stop choosing huh. to keep your um, intentions bad when it comes, your true intentions bad when it, comes to, when it comes down to your children because your dad, I mean, your um, child's dad is living his best life. Let him live his best life in peace, please. Let it go. You do your thing, let him do his. If you want to take care of his That's kid, fine. let him take care of it. Don't hold your don't hold your children's love hostage for the father because you're miserable and you don't love them. You know, you know how pathetic you look? You know how pathetic and evil that sounds? Huh. You got your kids' love for their father hostage because you won't let them see him because of what y'all what y'all got going on. That has nothing to do with them. But y'all won't be mother and father of the year every year, right? Right, right. Gonna be the mother huh. on Mother's Day and the mother on Father's Day and the father on Father's Day. Kill that. Which, by the way, ladies, you don't have what's necessary to be a father. So quit fucking congratulating yourself on Father's Day. That's the stupidest shit ever. Right. And and you know what? Them be the one that be want all the motherly attention. Like, oh, I'm a mother. I do this. Deep down, past all that, past all them little posts. They're keeping their mother, I mean, they're keeping their children outside of the world for broken bitterness and evil reasons. They huh. can get away with it, too. So, they can get away with it. Yeah, depending on how huh. hard the, the dad goes for his children. But then again, guess what? In some states, even though you can be put on child support, you got to be legitimized. You know what that means? You don't, you don't have no damn right. Until you are legitimate to court, even though you don't have to be, quote unquote, the legitimate father to be put on child support, but you got to be the 
quote unquote legitimate father to have rights to how wow when you could see a child and holidays and all that child fucked up right and these and these, these females know it because you know what I'm gonna take a step further then we're gonna close out it's a lot of bitter black women working in the uh, child services department who all you see when you go down to that child support office women how many of them black too many of them Exactly. That helps right there. They give you all the laws, all the game, free game, because they see you better, and guess what? They're better. They give you a free game and just make the child's father miserable. Because guess what? That clerk that's working on your case is miserable and black, and you are too. So right. Guess what? Y'all got the same common ground. Look at that. Look at that. Oh. Fellas, I need to listen to this episode. Please, please do. Even though we talking about all women, please do. It's some enlightened shit, empowering shit in that y'all can take and choose and make y'all choose y'all black queens wisely and knowing what not to go for when dealing with the black woman. So I'm huh. gonna drop the mic on that one. Well, I mean, that that was amazing. And all I would like to say from a black woman's perspective is that black women, we have to start taking responsibility for, first of all, our actions. But then a lot of times because we've caused a lot of damage, we have to take responsibility for the damage that we cause. And even if when it comes to a black man, sometimes black men can do things that really hurt you to the point where you feel so justified in your actions. And sometimes you may even be because black men could do some pretty horrible things. We still need to take accountability and responsibility for that which we do in the damage that we cause. And um, another thing I think black women need to do is forgive themselves. A lot of times, like you say, a lot of black women know how raunchy and dirty and nasty and ratchet as hell you guys are. But understand that as much as people may talk about you, at the end of the day, that's between you and you. So you have to forgive yourself for the nasty, evil, malicious, vindictive things that you've done. And also, black women have to forgive those who have hurt them. Um, And we have to let that pain go. And we have to learn to love and respect ourselves first. We have to learn to love respect our bodies. Uh, we have to learn to respect ourselves and love ourselves and our bodies more than we love our hair and nails and money and these material items. And we ultimately as black women just need to allow for love to be the driving force that drives us daily, period. Because that's our power as black women, our ability to love and love and love and love in spite of So I think that there's more black women. I just encourage you guys to let that hurt go and forgive yourself and, like, dead ass. I'm not trying to be funny. If you've done some ratchet shit, like, that's between you and you, sis. Like, like we all out here doing stuff. So can't nobody judge you. We're all black women. Right. We all been through things, and no one is perfect. So let that hurt go. Let that man be in his kid's life. Find out who that baby really daddy is. You feel what I'm saying? It could manipulate and control in situations. And for M. Harris and R. Harris, M. Harris out of Dallas, I want you to grow up for real and do what's best for your daughter. Right now, you're teaching your daughter how to be a nasty, disgusting, 
bitter person who was malicious and vindictive. And R. Harris, you are as disgusting as they come. I really don't even have any hope for women like you. You're dirty. You're fat. She's freaking fat. She's disgustingly fat and nasty. And if anything, you have two black sons. And if you want your two black sons to stop the cycling, you just have to do better for yourself as a woman. But ultimately, I hope that the two of you ladies, M. Harris and R. Harris, do better. But if not, both of y'all can really kiss my black ass. Mm. And that's it. I got one more thing to say. Okay. Black woman, I love y'all, but on your shit. That's all. Good night. Holla.